Hello, my friends, and welcome to The Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for May 18th is another collection of Psalms. We are reading Psalm 26, 40, 58, 61, 62, and 64. Let's jump right in to David's Psalms, his worship songs and his prayers, his declarations of truth. In Psalm 26, he begins by saying, Vindicate me, Yahweh, or Yehovah. Your Bible probably says, Lord. Vindicate me, because I have lived with integrity and have trusted in Yahweh without wavering. Test me, Yahweh, and try me. Examine my heart and mind, for your faithful love guides me, and I live by your truth. Most present in my mind over these last couple of days is David's sin with Bathsheba, his murder of her husband. I wonder if David wrote this psalm before the Bathsheba incident or after. Regardless, David was never perfect. He was always a sinner, a sinful person like you and me. But at the end of the day, he wanted God. He wanted to see God's glory. He wanted to see God glorified. And so even though he made mistakes and he did things that were downright evil, he wanted to do the right thing. He battled, he failed, but he wanted to do the right thing. And we should also be asking God to come and examine us, to test us, to try us, so that we too would know what we really want. We all have sin. And when we are confronted, how do we react? Do we lash out at the person who's pointing out our sin? Or do we thank them? Do we pray and ask God to change us? Psalm 40. David wrote, I waited patiently for Yahweh, and he turned to me and heard my cry for help. God always answers his promises. He's always faithful, even when we are not. God keeps his promises. David, even in the midst of his sin, when he repented, would say, God, save me from myself. He was humble. He recognized his need to be saved. And he goes on in Psalm 40, he brought me up, he set my feet on a rock, established me in a firm place. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. God does that. Verse 16, let all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. Let those who love your salvation continually say, Yahweh is great. We should continually be saying, 
our God is great. Psalm 58. David's calling out the mighty ones. Do you really speak righteously, you mighty ones? We Christians today should wonder that about ourselves. Do we really speak righteously? Do we really judge people fairly? Do you? Do I? Am I righteous? Are you righteous? Are we mighty ones? Verse 6, God knock the teeth out of their mouths. <laughs> knock the teeth out. God, punch them in the face and knock out their teeth. I wonder if David really expected God to do that when he prayed that? Could we pray that prayer boldly? Are we on God's side so securely that anyone opposed to the mission, not my mission, to God's mission needs to have their teeth knocked out? People will say there is a reward for the righteous. There is a God who judges on earth. Our society today needs to know that there is a God who judges on earth. God, show them. God, show them. Psalm 61. A prayer and a promise, I wrote in the margin. The prayer, lead me to a rock that is high above me. God, take me to a new level, to a, to a higher place where I'm not dealing with the same sin that I'm dealing with today. I'm not dealing with the same fears that I'm dealing with today. This morning, it occurred to me that my prayers are much too small. My family's in the midst of moving. We've sold our current home. We are looking for our new home. Haven't found it yet. And I'm praying for a new home. What if, instead of praying for this new home, I prayed for God to bless my business, for God to give me the skills so that I could rise up, so that I would have 10x the income? If only I would be a good steward of it. What if I looked for opportunities to create more wealth and to help more people so that, like, I could literally buy whatever home I wanted. The thing is, as I read these Psalms, as I study the life of David, David never once prayed, where is he going to live? He was the king of Israel who fled his palace and dwelt in caves and never complained about it. He would pour out his heart to God. Maybe our prayers are too small. Maybe for those in need who are asking a parent for $50 to fill their gas tank, 
maybe the parent would much prefer to give $5,000 towards a down payment on a house than that $50 for the gas tank. Something to consider. David's prayers were heavenly, not earthly. It was not about food. It was not about clothing. It was not about physical property. It was about making God's name great, advancing his kingdom. And our prayers should be that way also. Because you have given a heritage to those who fear your name, O God. Psalm 61, verse 5. Psalm 62, I rest, I am at rest in God alone. I rest in God alone. My salvation comes from him. He alone is my rock. Again, the spiritual focus. The focus on the kingdom of God. Not the kingdom of Israel that he was physical king over. And then he tells himself, his soul, verse 5, Rest in God alone, my soul, for my hope comes from him. Finishing up, Psalm 64. Protect my life from the terror of my enemy. That's an important prayer. He says elsewhere, if I die, I won't be able to praise you. In other words, David lives to praise God. I'm working on that myself. God bless you. See you tomorrow.